episode one. Um, We are so excited. This is the launch of our new YouTube channel, Dating in the City. And for our loyal podcast listeners, we're in season three. So welcome back. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we are the Conti sisters. Um, And we are just, we're so excited to be here and to be back. And it's been a while. It has been a while. Yes, it has. You guys, so much has happened. We are coming off of the um, the trauma, you know, of this season of The Bachelorette. And so that's that's where I'm at right that's now. Where she's <laughs> that's like my biggest, just my biggest life struggle right now. Just poor Hannah Brown. She's been through so much. Um, it's the cross I bear. I know. It truly is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we have so much to talk about today and we will just get right into it. Um, so we always start with our celebrity matchmakers relationship report. Um, so like I said, I'm just, I'm still just emotionally processing everything that happened with Hannah B, um, and the bachelorette and Christina, do you have any idea what's going on at all? You mentioned something to me yesterday, but yeah, so I know the basics, but yeah, I don't know the aftermath. So as you guys know, our loyal listeners know that I am I am a, a, a bachelorette, you know, I, I live and breathe, you know, I bleed, <laughs> I bleed bachelorette, bachelorette red, okay? Um, Christina, on the other hand, Christina, we grew up watching The Bachelorette, so it's not like, like, Christina understands all of the intricacies and all of that, um, but she did not watch this season, so unfortunately, she's not experiencing, you know, just the highs and the lows, and um, I am. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it because I think that it actually is really applicable to not only people who are bachelorette stands like me, um, but I think that just the, the way that everything played out and unfortunately, spoiler alert, um, with Jed and Hannah ending up picking Jed. Um, so what ended up happening was um, the finale comes and the bachelorette ends up picking Jed, who is the singer, songwriter, musician, um, and if we've learned anything from living in LA for the past eight years, you know, Christina, what, do we set up the the singer, songwriter, musician with our clients? <laughs> Only if it's specifically that type is specifically asked for. Yeah, if it's, but uh, yeah. And even looking in the Bachelorette history, they haven't really done too well. Yeah, we were talking about yeah a few examples of people from the past. Wes. Who, Right, Wes, but Alessandra He's the first me. guy to make it to the final four with a girlfriend. <laughs> Our Bachelorette fans will know that quote. But yeah, yeah. He's, that was his actual Yeah, words. he was in this confessional, and he was like, I'm the first man oh, to make yes, it I remember four, that. <laughs> to the final four who had a girlfriend. 
And you actually interviewed him also. I yeah. when I was I working was for room. Fox News, mm-hmm. I just they gave me the they gave me the Bachelorette beat because I was working for the iMag, which was like the lifestyle magazine. Um, and I had the, it was the coolest thing ever because I could literally, you know, interview people who I was actually excited about and talk about love and relationships, which was amazing for what I do now as a matchmaker. But yes, I remember interviewing him and I was young and I remember, remember just, remember just, remember just being like this guy, he's, you know, he's very charismatic. And I ended up kind of even believing him. I was kind of hood swink until I just remember being like okay like maybe maybe he didn't have maybe it was just editing but it wasn't but anyway so I mean our experience with the singer songwriter types while totally such a wonderful ambition to have you know that's really great and I'm not poo-pooing anybody's dreams but once you hit a certain age um, and once you've kind of been trying to do it for a couple years a la Jed um, you know he's been living in Nashville for a few years and you know he should have gone on The Voice you know or on American Idol if that was really you know so but he well he had cringeworthy though to think about but but here's the thing this is why we initially thought that Jed was there for the right reasons until the huge People magazine situation blew up um, and we found out he wasn't in fact there for the right reasons but um, he because in the very beginning he had told Hannah he had said listen you know I came in to the bachelorette like I didn't really know what the show was about I was here to promote my my singing career I was here to promote my music I'm not gonna lie but now that I've met you I'm really excited about the potential of this relationship and what could happen and all that um so, but that's why to us we were like the viewers and to Hannah she's thinking like oh this okay well he was open about like what his initial reasoning so then she thought that okay he's gonna be super honest he's gonna be just super raw with me and their relationship was based on honesty but then when everything came out like a few days after they got engaged um, and then Hannah confronted him about it and asked him what's going on it was just it was like the most convoluted thing and I also think that Hmm. if he would have owned it a bit more and if he would have been like yeah I had a girlfriend coming in and he kind of said this but he went he was so oh but I think we would just have more respect for him as like the American public but the way that he did it was so wishy-washy saying like oh she wasn't actually my girlfriend we were just hanging out so then that brings a whole other layer of you know what all of what what women in 2019 have been facing you know dating these men because Hannah even asked him she was like are you so were you sleeping with other women at the same time that you were dating this girl and he said yeah I was sleeping with other women so it was like Oh my gosh. So it was just this even more of a layer, another layer oh. of trauma. It's like that so I think that's also why it just sent shockwaves and really resonated with a lot of young women because a lot of our viewers, our listeners, um, have dealt with men who are just like this and who have not defined their relationship and who are very wishy-washy and saying, oh, I don't want to put a label on things. <laughs> um, so lesson learned, ladies. You know, if a guy doesn't want to put that label on it or if he's super wishy-washy about what he wants with you, you know, let's, like, Hannah walked so we could run. You know what I mean? Um 
But anyway, so um, it was just, it was a lot. And then um, at the end, at the very end, so they ended up breaking up the engagement, as you guys know. Um, but they, Hannah broke up the engagement. And it's just, it's also so sad because the whole reasoning, like Jed, it his, like he's canceled. Like it's over for him. Like there is, like his music career, it's just... It's just done. So it's it's actually really sad because not only is did he lose love, but he also, you know, this thing that the whole reasoning behind all of this was music. And that's like, you know, the type of fame that he was craving. Clearly he was craving a level of fame um, to go on a show like this. I don't feel as though he's, you know, he was just like, oh, you know, I just love the music and I'm doing it for the music. It was like, no, he loves the music, but he also wants the accolades that come with it. Right. Well, I will say though, it's very hard to have a music career unless you have the accolades that go on. No, no, of course. (laughs) But will you sell your soul for it? Well, he he tried. He tried to sell his soul, but they were like, I'm so sorry. We don't want your soul. The devil gave it back. He tried to sell it. that's the thing with selling your soul. Mm -hmm. It's not even wanted. It wasn't wanted. With anyone. No one wants It always backfires. You think you might Mm -hmm. get the things that you want, but it always backfires. This, another point, a lesson that you, that I was listening to you speak about Mm -hmm. is the ends don't justify the means. Mm. If you think that, oh, I'll just do this so that I can get this other thing, but it's making me be shady in the meantime, not a good idea. Because there were feelings involved going on The Bachelorette. This isn't, some people say, oh, it's all fake and it's all scripted. I'm sure a lot of it is scripted, but it doesn't matter. I don't think it's it's scripted. I think it's more just, like, set up in a way. Right, set up. Yeah, it's more just set up. And also, I mean, if you're interested in the intricacies of reality TV, I think a great book to read is Lauren Conrad's L.A. Candy. Oh, L.A. Candy. I really enjoyed that, and I'm not typically someone who likes new fiction. I I like the old stuff. I went to Oxford and, like, studied, like, (laughs) literature. Right, but I really enjoyed that book because it showed how everything was skewed in a way, but the reality did come out, and that's important when you're thinking about these things because some people say, oh, it's all fake, so I can just be fake and everything's okay. Mm -hmm. That's not true. That's, with Hannah, that's what I would say next time if this ever happens to her again, if a man tells her, oh, I was dishonest with you in the beginning, but now I'm totally coming clean. If he was able to be dishonest with you in the beginning, we don't. We can't trust him. Well, the thing is, that I, I when you well, said no, no. that, no, no, no. But this is the thing. The, 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 he, no, no, no. He initially <laughs> said that that's what he because he didn't skip a beat. He was like, listen. I, it was like the first, like the first or second week that he said this. That he was like, listen, I came in here, but that, but meeting you, like you're an amazing woman. Like I'm really excited about this journey. So it was oh. very early on where he expressed. That's why we, that's why we believed him until all of this came out. But that could be so easily scripted on his mind of okay, the oh, yeah, first week say. I get there, let me set yeah. it until then. <laughs> this also could be scripted by him because if he gets to the end and it all blows up. But then maybe just lay low for a few months, and then he can have a conversion. 
Oh, a convert. Well, I mean, you know, I th- I honestly came from this it if is he has the, a conversion. I know, but I I really think that this is a situation where like America loves this bachelorette. Like we love Hannah and we want the best for her and also all of the viewers are women, young women who like I said have experienced something similar to this because it's like it's not even just that one thing. It's like he was dating this girl and then he was letting her on and then he even told her he loved her. He the guitar case. So I was on a podcast yesterday at Grand Serenity Hollywood Talk. Mm. It's amazing. It's so much fun. If you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, we like talk about the finale, the um, reunion of that. So much fun. But um, one of the girls that was on the panel with me for that podcast told me the insider information that the guitar case that Jed was carrying throughout the season was his ex-girlfriend's guitar case. Like, that's insane. Like, that's crazy to me. So, like, or the, the level. the Well, the girlfriend that he never mm. broke up with, that whatever. Right. So, anyway, but what I want, what I think is just important to take and then Hannah then ends up at the very end um Tyler who was amazing and the one you wanted okay here's here it is I initially officially gave the matchmakers in the city stamp of approval to Peter okay and Peter is the pilot the reason I really loved Peter and I kind of made our company like endorse him was because (laughs) so I'm sorry that was a unilateral decision none of the other matchmakers had any say in this this was was all me um sorry didn't ask any of the other ladies but I figure you know I'm a co-owner so I can make these decisions um you know especially just I mean, I know this was a really important decision, and I kind of, I kind of took that away from everyone, and I, I'm okay with that. It's just something that I'm sorry, lady matchmakers in the city, matchmakers. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> the but, real sinner. <laughs> I need repentance. <laughs> Jesus still loves me. Okay. I may have picked Peter and not Tyler, but Jesus still loves me. Okay. But anyway, um, that's like Hannah said that she was amazing. Anyway, so, but he, but the thing is, I loved Peter because I had looked at Tyler, obviously. I looked at Tyler's Instagram as every red-blooded woman in America did. And... <laughs> This, you know, Tyler is amazing. Like, he's like not even like this. Spe- no, well, married. Well, I mean, not you. You're very loyal. Um, but not all of us are. No, just kidding. But um, <laughs> but so I looked at Tyler's Instagram and I loved. I I I obviously enjoyed it. But my problem was that like he's also a model. So that just to me as a matchmaker, like, so what we do at Matchmakers in the City, we do interviews, background checks, social media checks, and sex offender searches, okay? In a social media check, one of the things that our matchmakers are instructed to do is just take a look at their social media presence, their Mm -hmm. Instagram, their Facebook, their whatever. And if there are any modeling photos for men or just like kind of thirsty looking things just let us know make a little note right, of it right or anything yeah. weird or ex- a lot of, of girlfriend girlfriends right? like anything them with right. a lot of women them like naked them like chugging whatever right. like just red right. flag it because that's not, that's it's not a good look so 
I was looking at it from if I was Hannah's matchmaker, right. what man, based on not just how incredible and how supportive and wonderful, but Tyler kind of became that. Like, he was always that way, but we didn't really see fully, we didn't see him fully until the very end. And that was before I made the prediction, so letting you know um just kind of sorry guys um but I just I I liked that Peter was he's a pilot you know what I mean that's his profession like he's not chasing fame and because when I see modeling photos I just get my and being in LA and right. we just we have to be that way like we yeah. have to be so discerning because if it was a guy that was coming in as a match for one of our bachelorettes for one of our priority members and he had modeling photos, I would be like, I'm sorry. Like, we would have to take, like, a second look and be like, okay, what what are you the director of operations of? You know what I mean? So, like, is it just of you and your modeling career? Or, like, <laughs> oh, it's what? Called, you his know title what I mean? was director no, of operations. I, he, was, he does something with, like, the family business of, like, I think he's, like, in just something very manly. I love their job title. Oh, no. They just, we can't go wrong with them. Um, but anyway, so that was my, that's why I selected Peter. But even though, but... He's a pilot, so it's not the most stable thing. But Hannah loves to travel, so like that's a good stable. thing. stable. It's just he's yeah. traveling a lot. Yeah, and he's such a good guy. But anyway, so at the very end, Hannah then asks Tyler out for a drink. Um, but according to my sources, um, Tyler already has a date with a very fabulous model this Sunday. Um, sorry, I can't reveal my sources. But... Um, <laughs> Gigi Hadid may or may not have followed him. So that's all I'm going to say. You know, I'm not starting any rumors, but I am. You know, season three, episode one. You know, it's the premiere. You know, we have to just throw in a few for you guys. It's all for you. You know, we'll take the hit. You know, sorry. But anyway, so that's just, I just think that in conclusion, I think that it hit a nerve with the women of America and with me I, re I don't remember like I, I honestly I had a box of tissues I was watching I had a box of tissues you I was have a box of tissues <laughs> okay I'm just feeling really attacked right um I had a box of <laughs> tissues and they were utilized um they were utilized and I a lot and the last time I remember crying this much in a finale was when other Peter, oh, Gap Tooth Peter, we love Peter Cross and Raven season, um, when, uh, Rachel, not Raven, oh my gosh, Rachel, when he, when they had their breakup. So that was the last time I felt this emotionally invested. But, so I will say, I think that the, like, men can learn from Jed of what not to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I think it's just so important in relationships, just be upfront. Like, it's because here's the thing if you're not really looking for, if you're not looking for something serious, if you are in, obviously, you're not gonna go, well, you might go on a reality show if you do, let us know. Um, you can come in as a guest. <laughs> 
But if you're just dating someone and you're not really clear what their intentions are, it's important to just, or what their past is or whatever, if they're dating other people, it's okay to ask. And it's, and for the people right. who are in that situation, it's totally cool to be upfront and to be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I think you're awesome. I want to see what happens. And then, you know, when, when the time is right, we can then make it, you know, just exclusive and, and have those gradual steps. Um, but I think honesty and just, like, setting that standard is so important. Right. And she's not saying that you need to be saying on the first few no. dates, are you dating other people? It's no. it's kind of expected in the beginning that you have no ties on the person. Yeah. I would never ask that question. No. But if the, if the man wants to, and I would always let the man lead that kind of conversation then he can he can ask you to be exclusive. I mean, but also if you feel like you're at a place where you've been on a bunch of dates and you're like, okay, I was just asked out on a date and this feels weird for me to go on a date, um, I think that you can say like, hey, so I, you know, it feels weird for me to be dating someone else to be going on another date right now. Or you can just keep it to yourself and just be fine with it. But, I mean, I don't... I, I just make your own decision. I disagree with that. The claws are coming out. The Conti <laughs> okay. claws. Let's move on. The Conti claws are coming out. <laughs> Sparring begins. Okay. So, Hannah, best of luck. We really, honestly, we all just, I think America wishes you the best. We just want you to find love. But, you know, it also ended just so empowering, just saying, listen, I don't need a husband. I want a husband. I don't need a husband. So I'm excited about what, you know, I, I would love to see another season of Hannah as mm. The Bachelorette. I would totally watch Maybe that. Maybe season. Yeah, that would be wonderful. Okay, so moving on. So dating for a meal. Our next topic. So, have you ever heard of a foodie call, Christina? A foodie call? This is the new thing. The new dating trend. Okay. So, basically, mm -hmm. a foodie call instead of a booty call. Oh. So, <laughs> foodie calls. So, I, I was just, like, um, mining for different stories. And this, like, kept coming up of just, like, different relationship trends. <laughs> so, apparently, this is, like, a new thing. But I think that it's it's been occurring for a while. Um, but apparently, um, like, a new study came out that suggested that a quarter of women, and then another study that only said 33% of women, reportedly said that they've gone out with a guy just for a free meal. Um, oh, with 25% reporting that they do this frequently. Um, and yeah, so basically they, they, a lot of people don't believe it, that it's acceptable behavior, but it's a thing. So Christina, how do you feel about that? <laughs> just like a foodie call. I think it's just the same. I love that it's that pun term with I know. booty call I because it. it's using someone just like a booty call is using someone. None of it is okay. And obviously, food is a little bit different than using someone for intimacy, mm -hmm. but still, it's wrong. And okay, I don't. I can I just be honest? Yeah, I think this study is BS. I I really don't. Unless you're like a starving college student, and I I just don't. I don't really see this. Happening. I do because do I date coach this? a lot of men. Yeah, and, and I, I know that the men say this, but then I'm like. I don't agree with you, Alessandra, but it's because they're dating Hollywood girls. The 
the the hashtag Hollywood okay. is what I'm saying. Not, like, we're, not all Hollywood, Hollywood we're all girls. Hollywood girls. Everybody. So I love but, Hollywood girls, yeah. but I'm talking about the hashtag Hollywooders. Yeah. So well, you well, basically they're dating these girls that are like oh that are like the not um, successful actresses possibly actresses. I'm so well, sorry if you are. That's no, wonderful no, no. time. And it doesn't have to be an yeah. actress. It could be anyone. Yeah. It's usually I think that just for a meal you're gonna waste a night out right. and just just right. to go for it's, a meal. And it's not. And I'm not saying it's just Hollywooders. I'm. I mean hashtag Hollywood in the broadest sense of it could be women all over the world who mm-hmm. don't value their time enough or who just think, oh, let me just go out with him and get a free dinner. Get a free da, dinner. Da, da. This happens in nice everywhere. Restaurant. I hear it because we have clients all over yeah, the world. Yeah, LA, New York, San Francisco, DC. And, and all, over all, the, over. all over. Yeah. I do hear this, and it's, yeah. it is something that unfortunately happens. Well, yeah. So I, I get it. And no, I mean, I yeah, I've actually, I've heard this, I have heard it more for men than women, of men being like, well, how do I know if she's not just using me for a meal? Well, we, the thing is, Alessandra, I think mm-hmm. this is not common for us. Yeah. Because the kinds of bachelorettes who come to us are just very generally good-hearted and wanting and to like find And, like, naturally love. more successful. Like right, naturally just successful. doing well, and they're, yeah. not, they're not scrounging around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I hear it. I just, oh, this the foodie call thing. I thought it was cute, but I just, I, I it's just, to me, I guess, it's just so obvious if right. a woman is obviously just using you for a meal and mm-hmm. I guess yeah I guess it does you know I guess it does happen and that's why we I have created a new new segment called Gone Girl oh but we're not ready for that yet <laughs> okay I'm so sorry that was a great little segue but we're not ready <laughs> but, but that's what to look forward to yeah that's so we can look forward to that but anyway so I wanted to just get into the most expensive U.S. cities for a date because this means that they also did a, a study that sh- has shown now what the most expensive U.S. cities to date are because a thi- one of the things that bachelors complain about and a lot of women are also like, oh, we're, you know, this guy just wants to meet me for drinks. You know, why can't we do dinner? Mm-hmm. And a part of it is because they're concerned about the foodie call thing um, because it is more like to me I'm a girl I'm like what are you talking about like right. with good intentions and I generally work with women who have really good intentions so where yes. I don't see this a lot but I think for men they are dating like you said women who don't necessarily have the best intentions who just want to go to catch for you know uh, unlimited you know sushi and um, crab you know um, and <laughs> Oh, but anyway, but, um, but I, so, so, the guys, she's sensing some internal, so the guys, I think then they are like, well, okay, let me now just do drink states or let me do coffee states. You guys, you guys, if you've been listening to me and Christina for the past, seasons um you know how how just our feelings towards a coffee date <laughs> on a first date um Christina how do we feel about coffee dates on a first date how would well, you say I used to be really against them and I still am but I have one I just have a wonderful story of a couple who did have that on their first date. this is the exception and not, not the, rule. the rule exactly it is 
awful because you're really in interview mode and it's much better to have a date at night. There's nothing less sexy exactly than than a coffee date. Yeah, I completely agree. You are on an interview. Yeah, you are interviewing the person sitting across from you. It is broad daylight. Okay, let me tell you. Mm. I always say I look best in artificial light, and you probably do too. Okay, so. I really crack myself up. So until you dated for like a little longer, then you can be natural and natural lighting. No, but there's something to be said for, and there studies have actually been done that coffee dates are the least effective for a second date. Drink dates are wonderful. Drinks and small plates. That's what we always do with our bachelors and bachelorettes when they're meeting for the first time. So you're not like doing a full course, like eight course meal dinner. You're just doing like small plates and drinks, which is great. And that's fine. That's totally what we recommend but anyway um but back to this foodie call thing and all of this like dating and and money and blah, 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 blah. the most expensive cities are you ready to hear the yes. little list okay mm-hmm. so um i'll go from i'll do the top five i'll do the top seven because i want la to get in there because la even though i don't think la is that expensive compared to other cities but anyway la is number seven um, so see, we're not that bad. Um, and then number six is Washington DC. I've mm. also lived in D- I love DC and it's I guess yeah, it's a bit I could see that. Um, then there's Miami, Florida Interesting. as number five. Seattle, Washington as number four. Seattle, mm. bizarre. San Jose, California as number three. So like uh, SF, like yeah. near. Um, but that's not SF. No, no, San Jose, it's right. near. Oh, and then San Francisco is number two. Okay, that's San Fran. That sense. Yeah, really yeah. Expensive. New and York then City. number one, New, New York, York City. City. Well, also just the generally the devil's most playground. The most most expensive, expensive cities city. to live in. Too. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, exactly. It yeah. does make sense. Um, Fabulous. Yeah, isn't that crazy though? I just thought that was really fascinating. Well, we're good. And the the most, and then for so LA, the average cost is one hundred and twenty five dollars and ninety nine cents, and then for New York, the average cost is one hundred and fifty five dollars and seventy eight cents. So that's listen, one hundred and fifty five dollars, and the man is usually taking care of that first date. So it does make sense why a guy is like, oh, drinks, let's do drinks, because it's especially if you're meeting on an app or it is your first time experiencing that person, um, you know, it makes sense. So don't be offended, yes. ladies, if the guy doesn't want to bring you out for a full, full-blown full dinner. It may be that he's nervous about being a foodie call. Um, but, yeah. So now, Christina, please segue away. Segue away. Yes. Well, I already introduced Gone Girl. And also, do you want to... Tell us about that. Yes. So Gone Girl is the new sister segment of our beloved Boy Bye, which you guys remember. We'll totally get back to it, but for this episode, we're doing Gone Girl, where we deconstruct the most the mysterious ways of the feminine mind. We will debate. This is oh well, we will debate. (laughs) Is this a Gone Girl or it's just a girl thing? Mm -hmm. So gone girl or it's just a girl thing okay so the first one she takes hours to reply to your texts um (laughs) gone girl or it's just a girl thing I actually came up with this one because it literally took me hours to respond to my husband's text this morning. 
Oh, poor Dan. I know. And he's got his hands full with this one. It's true. And I pulled that up because Mm -hmm. it's really ambiguous. I wouldn't let that be a red flag for you because we're busy. A lot of women are very, very busy. And also they don't want to seem like they're too available all the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sorry. Just give me one. Oh, there we go. Okay. 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 We're good. We're good. We're good. Sorry. Typically, men are less into the texting and communication. I would say 80% of men are more like that, but there's a 20 who are always texting, and that's just their thing. They're very communicative. But especially if a woman's dating an 80% guy, they're getting in the habit of not really responding quickly. That's what I would say. It's just a girl thing. So, yeah, I actually totally agree with you. I think that especially if a woman is busy and, um, like, I think that a lot of people do kind of what I do, which is my phone is there and then I'll kind of look at it, but I'll be working. Mm -hmm. So I'll know that texts are coming in. Mm -hmm. But until I have that moment of, like, okay, I just finished a meeting. I have, like, three minutes. Let me just reply to everything. And that could be, like, you could be meeting, 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 and then finally replying. Or it could be... Like, I know it's, yeah, I think that a few hours or, you know, like, that's fine. I think if it starts skewing days. Oh, no. Then that's that's a a red flag. That's a gone girl. Definitely. That's given the 24 hour. We have our 24 hour policy. I still think the 24 hour is a long time. I I think that. From a man's perspective. Yeah, but I think even then, I think 24 hours is a long time. I think half a day is fine. 12 hour policy is like Max, so if she doesn't get back to you, if she, if she doesn't, doesn't get back, get back after yeah, 12, 12 hours, hours like everybody, well, just kind of be like, okay, like she's maybe not as into me as I'm okay. into her. Unless so. she apologizes. Yeah, if she's like, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, I have just been running around. It could be that she's on set or something like that. Right. Or there, like there are certain jobs where you literally cannot look at your phone. Mm-hmm. And I know with matchmakers in the city, you know, they're not supposed to be, you know, texting. <laughs> throughout the day but we are we are very nice bosses so we are not micromanaging um but anyway so okay next um she's late for all of your dates gone girl or it's just girl thing christina as a person who has always tried to be punctual (laughs) that that that. That's a, You're commenting about me? That. That's a farce if I've ever heard one. Well, we have such an intense, busy schedule during the week, yeah. so it's so difficult if we're on the weekend, doing a weekend plan or something I, like that. So, Christina, just to give context, this weekend we had a little family dinner at a Mexican restaurant. I got there five <laughs> minutes early. Christina shows up. 20 minutes late. That was with, we yeah. not 20 minutes, that was 10 was, minutes, no, and it, it was, was with 18. Dan and our mom. Fine. I'm not upset. Don't hold, we don't hold grudges here. You know, we're very forgiving. Yes, I would say for dating, everyone should be as punctual as possible, but if a woman's a few minutes late here and there, yeah. or if a man's a few minutes late here and there, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. If it starts getting if it starts getting to 15, 20, half hour yeah. repeatedly, you need to have a conversation. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I think that 
but also here's like I'm not judging people who are just chronically late because we grew up chronically late like we I think that when we were growing up we had chronic illnesses <laughs> at our at our high school That's and true. it was like I'm sorry sorry mall MHS um, but we just couldn't get on time. We couldn't get to school yeah, on time. Yeah, we had to get there at yeah, 6 a.m. For 6 a.m. That was like insane. That. But, like, we just had so many latenesses. And also, yeah, we generally are late. I'm I'm on time for food, for brunches. That's and true. She's on time for food. I'm on time for food. But what if it's a date, though? I know. This is something I've worked on a mm. lot because um, I, I am very blessed to be dating someone who, if my boyfriend, is very timely and punctual and but I will say that it you it's for girls it's hard because we want to look good and you want you want to get ready and And sometimes she has a full day to do that she has hard job traffic yeah, yeah I mean, and not just me, not but you, just, just women in general. Meeting women, yeah, a woman in general, not me. you, not you, okay. <laughs> not you. I'm just saying, women in general, they're yeah. they have intense jobs. Yeah, they have traffic to fight when they on their way home, yeah. and then they have to actually yeah. look good, look good, and take a shower, time. do your hair. Right. So I think that for guys, it's something that if it's a few minutes, it's fine. Just right. let it. But if it's like a chronic thing where it's like 20 minutes every single time, even get there 20 minutes late. You know what I mean? Like tell her one time and then get there later. But I, I, I think if it, if it gets to be, because I remember I once dated this guy who was, he's, he was um, Persian, um, and it was like I mean we're Italian it doesn't really matter but like it's certain cultures it's just like known as like Persian right. time and he was like I he was like an hour late to pick me yeah, up that's and too I much. remember just being mortified and being like this is not okay. Like, no. I was ready an hour ago, and it happened twice, and thank God, obviously, that didn't work out, but, because there were other issues, but also that was, like, it was because he didn't really value my time, and so I get if it's, like, an hour, yeah, that's half not okay. Yeah, half hour to an hour, like, 15 minutes, okay, like, You're try to get better. Mm-hmm. 20 is annoying, but an hour, no. We need to kind of reevaluate what else is going on. Clearly, it's more important to you if you're sitting there ready with your hair and makeup done. and Or as a guy, if you're sitting there at her apartment, she makes you wait for an hour. Mm-hmm. That's just disrespectful. Yep. So I think it's like having grace, but also knowing like, okay, where is where is the limit? What's the mm-hmm. limit? Um, okay, cool. Final um, Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. She has very different hobbies than you. Ooh. Gone Girl or it's just a girl thing. I really like this one because so often people will say, I want to just have compatible interests and we have to be, have everything, just share these things in common with each other. Otherwise, we can't have a relationship. And I totally disagree with that because, yes, the most important things, we may have talked about this in a previous episode, but the most important values should be there and should align. But if you have maybe... He likes sports. Sports. And you're not really into sports. That's not a bad thing. He can have guy time. He needs guy he time needs guy anyway. Time. You can it. do your girl things. You can do whatever. Housewives. <laughs> reading. <laughs> Christina's reading the Bible. I'm watching Girl Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> that describes us. 
just the things that you enjoy you can do while he's doing his guy things and then you can share things together so things that maybe you're both interested in and you can also help each other grow maybe he brings you to a game and you get to he teaches you about it or yeah. you watch a kind of movie that you wouldn't normally watch yeah, like me can... watching Star Wars yeah Ooh. <laughs> I really enjoyed it I, that's so good I'm my, so glad my next article it. is about Star Wars that's really good Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I know. Sometimes we get feedback from women saying, we just didn't have anything in common. We didn't have any hobbies and interests in common. But uh, it's, I completely just agree. Just listen to just that. Just listen to what Christina said. Yeah. She did it. Okay, awesome. I am flipping over here. Oh, good. So, good can one. you read that or no? Christina oh, forgot her glasses contacts. at home. No, I it's have okay. my glasses, but I... I will, uh, you know, I'll do the honors today. (laughs) So the next segment is sisterly advice. So every week we answer a listener's burning question. And every week we give her advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, ladies. Can't wait for season three. Well, here we are. Mm -hmm. Um, Here's my issue. I'm a total lady boss like you guys always talk about. I make a lot of money, I'm in the best shape of my life, I'm 34 years old, and I have a lot of friends. I don't need a man, but I really want one. And I feel like the clock is ticking because I really do want to have kids. But I keep meeting guys, um, There, but there's always, I keep meeting guys, but there's always something wrong with them. Mm. They either have, um, they're either amazing, but too short. They make less money than I do. They have roommates. They don't dress up or present themselves well in social situations. Mm -hmm. I know I'm a catch, but why do I keep attracting these duds? Thank you, Mr. from Mr. Just Right. Looking for Mr. Just Right. I'm triggered. I might say things to my friends and if when I say it, they kind of will sometimes look at me and say, well, she deserves that or she deserves the best. And, and I completely agree. But there are certain things that we're all human and we have to know that no one is going to be perfect. And we have to know that certain things that this lovely young woman brought up are things that are more superficial. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just so, it's it's really difficult for women because women are amazing. And honestly, they, we, you and me, <laughs> me, we, you know, you, like you said, you're successful, you're gorgeous, you are in amazing shape, you, uh, you know, clearly you're at a great place in your life. It's wonderful. But, and that's wonderful. But, and you have very high standards for every element of your life. And it is important, obviously, for you to have high standards for your partner. But I would encourage you to, again, instead of looking at those physical elements of a man or those superficial elements of a man, like somebody who is your height or, or shorter than you, like, that's okay. You know, someone who makes less money than you, that's okay. You know, as long as we always say, like, we work with really successful men. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. We, we do. I mean, we're here in LA, we're LA, New York, San Fran, DC. When a man is working with a matchmaker, he's usually at a really awesome place in his career and all of that. So if you're working with a matchmaker, totally, you know, 
you're going to be matched with or working with us, you're going to be matched with someone who's at a great place in his career. But I, I had a woman come in and she was like, I make 2.4 million a year because she's in real estate. She's fabulous. She does a great job. She's like, I need someone who's going to make double that. Mm -hmm. And I, and I sat there and she's, she is this very similar to this woman. And I sat there and I said, and I, I, I said, listen, you know, we work with men who are successful, but if we start getting into the nitty gritty numbers, it's you're going to be single forever. Mm -hmm. You cannot have that parameter. We need to look at instead of how much money does he make, looking at is he going to be a good father to my children? Right. Does he make me feel secure? Right. Because I think for women, money equates to security. So mm. let's look at it like, okay, this is the lifestyle that you enjoy, that you like. Um, and you can afford that lifestyle and you want someone who's going to be able to, you know, have that, those experiences with you and you don't feel, we don't want to feel like you have to like foot the bill or whatever. Totally get that. Um, but when you start getting into the nitty gritty of he needs to make two times or three times as much as I, that is just, we got to put the kibosh, okay? Because we need to be looking at what are his values? What are his mor morals? Are they in line with yours? Does, does he want to get married? Does he want to have kids in the same in the same time frame as you? Right. Religion, religious preferences. Are you guys compatible? Or is he open-minded? Are you not? Are you super Jewish? Is he not? You know, like what is going on? Right. These are the more important things. Um, and do they have roommates? That was another thing. We actually, we hear that a lot that like women are like triggered by guys who have roommates, yeah. but I will Some totally. Some guys will just rent out their place or yeah. just want to save up for the house that they want to buy. And also sometimes they single. like having like, yeah, the a they like having, they don't want to live alone. Right, right. So, they might be extroverted yeah, and they like that. There's nothing wrong with that. And especially I see this a lot more in New York, um, in New York City, because mm -hmm. it, A, I mean, the, the, the pricing is insane in New York, but at the same time, there are, it's also like, it's a city where you want companionship. So if a guy doesn't have a serious girlfriend, like it makes sense that he would have roommates. So it's just, yeah. don't judge. Like, of course you want to judge a man on, you know, does he have a stable career? Is he, is he passionate about his career? Is he at a place, maybe he's not the CEO, but is he at a place where we can see his success? Like where, you know, where he can build that success, get to that level. Does he have ambition? All of that. That's important, but don't focus so much on those other things. And you got to give height up. I mean, give it up. You know, you, you want someone could be six, five and a total jerk. So, um, Right, and you have to look at the man that's a full, yeah. just full comprehensive Yeah, no one's going to be perfect. And if his height at the end of the day is the most important thing for you, yeah. you go for it, girl. Yeah. You're also but married to a 6'7". That's a 6'5". I'm so sorry. He's 6'5". 6'5". Yes, yes. And it's yeah. going to be different for everyone. Yeah. But yeah. just keep... Keep that in mind. Keep on keeping on. Mm -hmm. And you do, It's we're not saying you don't deserve the best. You do. you do. But if you have all of these really strict parameters, you might end up missing out on the an love amazing of your life. Yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, but anyway, I hope that was okay, and I hope that wasn't too harsh. No, you said it beautifully. I kind of... That's oh, a little mean. Sorry, but. Ladies. Sorry. Um, okay, and now for our final segment catching up with the Contis. Christina, why don't you just catch catch us up with what's going on with you? What can we look forward to okay. this week? 
Wonderful. Well, actually, Dan has been featured on a board game card. <laughs> There's a card made of him that they're passing around in his con the conference that he's at this conference named Gen Con. And he texted me this photo. What? They're giving it away for free of Dan. So I Why? He's going to be autographing it. <laughs> I told him serious. I'm dead. Oh my gosh. So and funny. here I thought that you were the celebrity in the relationship. <laughs> yes. Well, I will actually be speaking at a YPC event in... Wait, I think what? it's in February. The Young Catholic Professionals. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting! Yes, they asked me to speak oh at their God. one of their talks in next year. But, so we'll be telling you more about that. But that's they get things rolling quickly. I didn't even, I didn't even know that. Yep, they're great. Such a cool organization. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. it. Great, that's mine. Oh, wonderful. Well, for me, I just recorded, I talked a little bit about this, um, Grant's Rants Hollywood Talk. Um, it's about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so it's there's no dating advice at all. And I had been on his podcast once before to like talk about celebrity matchmaking and all of that, and that was really fun. And then I just love Grant so much. Um, he's like this personality. He's amazing. So that is out today. So it's about the oh. reunion and... Um, and I feel a little bad because I said a little not so nice thing about one of the one of the housewives, but like, I I love them all. I, I didn't say anything that bad. Like I wasn't bashing anyone, but I, I was actually the positive voice. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, it was so much fun. So definitely listen. Um, it's about like how to save Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, even though I think it's amazing. Um, but this season is yeah. Anyway, so that comes out today, mm -hmm. and then this weekend. What are you up to this weekend, Christina? Do you have any big plans, or you're zenning? Lunch with Nahara. Oh, good, good, good. Okay, <laughs> wonderful. I have a big weekend. I'm doing a Hollywood. A classic Hollywood night out oh. on Saturday. Once you know, upon a time in Hollywood. Once, oh, and I'm, I'm seeing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm -hmm. on Friday. So it's just, I'm really doing a Hollywood weekend. Oh, yes. And I forgot also something, one yeah. little update of me. Yes. About, I mentioned this before, but I will be posting my article about are you or are you dating Darth Vader. <gasps> Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars well, Darth Vader, though, this. turned into Hans Christensen. <laughs> What's his that name? That was, okay, so... He, I don't, sorry, yes, I don't he played the young Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Oh, he was so cute. Oh my gosh! And then he married Rachel Wilson. Oh, oh. Um, what a great couple. They had divorced mm -hmm. though. Anyway, oh. yeah. But you just was talking about how it's how it is to be single and dating. So, oh my gosh, we could totally match make Rachel. Actually, mm. imagine one of our bachelors. He mm. loves her. Okay, we're gonna reach out. <laughs> That's anyway, next. so <laughs> next, um, project. next project. But anyway, yeah. So wish me luck on my Hollywood night out. You know, I know. I'm not 22 anymore, and I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, I'm not trying to kid anyone. You know, but I'm just so ready. I need a night out in Hollywood. So fabulous. We'll, well keep you posted, keep guys. Following, you'll see her photos on her Instagram yes. at Matchmaker Alessandra Conti. Mm -hmm. Check out my Instagram, Matchmaker Christina Conti. You'll see a lot of weddings and things yeah. like that. Yeah. More wholesome, you could say. <laughs> Mine is quotes, but Christina's is a bit more wholesome. And our Matchmakers in the City Instagram, of course, as well as the Matchmakers in the City Facebook page, yep. where we post all our, of our articles. So just follow us on all that. Mm -hmm. um, and to learn more about Matchmakers in the City, you can go to matchmakersinthecity.com. We will be here every other week, um, and you can find us this, Dating in the City, on YouTube. Um, yeah, so definitely tune in, um, not next week, but the week after. And we had such a great time. We're sending you